Hi everyone, Chris here, and today I wanted to keep talking about instructional design as a creative act. So yesterday I sort of talked about how instructional design is that piece where science and art come together when it comes to creating learning experiences for people. And because of that, a lot of the tips that creatives and artists um, use and have for boosting their creativity can really help instructional designers with their work. I've always been fascinated by creativity in general, and especially when people say things like they wish they were creative or they acknowledge someone else is creative. And I, you know, there's always that little piece. And to me, I really agree with um, the quote that's attributed to Picasso, which is everyone's born an artist. The trouble is staying an artist as we grow older. And it's true. Everyone has that creative piece inside them. So I've always been reading about creativity and ways we can boost it. And I've come up with a list of 12 rock solid pillars to creativity. And I'm just going to read down my list. So the first is a combination of convergent and divergent thinking and being able to switch between the two of those easily. Second is having a strong purpose. The third is physical health. It's difficult to have a creatively productive day if you're sick. Um, having actual skills and knowledge in the area that you're working in. Um, having a feedback cycle of some kind and having a tolerance for failure. So not that you want to fail, but if you do fail, it's not going to crush you. You can push through those failures and just keep improving. That's where that feedback comes in. Having a routine is very helpful for creativity. Um, the physical space that you're actually working in can have an impact on how creative you are now how you're able to be productively creative. Um, then there's incubation time. Your subconscious is still working on problems uh, when you're looking at other things. So um, making sure you have that built in. Next is having actual curiosity and a tolerance for ambiguity. And they sort of go together. So um, if you're curious, those things that are kind of ambiguous, you, you can follow those little, tra those little trails and not need to know exactly where it's going, but that curiosity still pulls you along. Next is motivation and ambition. If you're not motivated to, to have any output, you're probably not going to produce any output. Um, so number 11 on our list of the 12 pillars of creativity is having autonomy and the ability to make choices. It's difficult to be creative if you're literally following a rigid checklist that has no chance at ever deviating from it at all. That's probably not an area you're gonna find very creative fulfillment in. And then the last pillar of creativity is self-confidence and a supporting belief system. And the that help grows as you move through all of the other pillars. It's interesting because people will ask how they could be more creative and or bemoan the fact that they're not creative. Yet looking down this list, 
having a routine, the physical space we're in, um, having a strong purpose, exercising our divergent and convergent thinking skills. These are all things that we can impact. And so I was thinking that over the next few days, I'd love to run down this list and share my thoughts on how we can impact these pillars of creativity in our own lives and boost our own creativity. Alrighty, I'll talk with you tomorrow.